0: Welcome. Welcome to baseball mainly. Baseball mainly. Baseball mainly. Baseball
1: mainly. Welcome to baseball mainly.
2: Hey, welcome to another edition of baseball mainly. Uh, you know, today's gonna be a special show. I can
0: feel it already. <laughs>
2: Uh, and with us today, as usual, is uh, Corey, our honorary third base coach today. Oh, and, cool. I get to wave people in? Well, it's in honor of uh, a loss uh, by our Tigers. Uh, we lost uh, the third base coach under Sparky Anderson, mm-hmm. Alex Gramas. So yep. You are our honorary third base coach I today will, I will in take memory and of raise Alex Gramas. Up. I will take it and raise it up. And uh, also with us today, as usual, is Ethan the Statman-Pearlman. It's good to be
3: here. It's uh, even better that we have nice weather today.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we're in the studio. I can't see the weather. Yeah. It's, it's been pretty rainy. We don't
3: have windows here. No. <laughs> we have a window yeah. where the board ops watch us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always
2: uh, I always can tell in this building when it's raining because you can hear it on the roof. Yeah. So, uh, and, Man. But we have a super special guy today. Special guest with us, somebody who actually watches this show. I know, our I super love fan. It. And and besides that, he's a celebrity. He is. He he's an actor. He's a sports fan. Maybe yeah. not in that order, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh the very talented Jimmy Doom, happy to have you here, Jimmy. thanks Thank for you. coming I'm really happy to be here. I didn't know you were a sports fan, Corey told me that you know, I don't know actors. I'm here with all these uh these youngsters who you know get film and they understand media and I feel like Marv Throneberry. I don't mm-hmm. know why they want me in this commercial. You know, think it was, well, it was, we already went yeah. for a
1: Marv Throneberry <laughs> reference. <laughs> I think it was uh, uh, our third week of doing the show, and Jimmy came in because we were going to work with him on some stuff for from uh, other shows and other segments. And he said, "What you know, what are you guys doing in there? And we, we talked baseball. Jimmy just started. That opened yeah. up a floodgate, because now me and Jimmy talk about, like, baseball stats, what's going on in the league. And I was like, man, Jimmy, you know a lot about baseball. Yeah, you know, because I off. don't know a lot about the Marvel Universe, and that usually rules the
0: roost around, <laughs> yeah. around here. Yeah. Well, I know
2: there are two different kinds of... Uh, of uh, I guess they're films, yeah, that are about the talking squirrel oh, and God. the. Uh and then Batman and Superman, and they're in different <laughs> worlds. Oh, you, yes. you know, I, but but I I like baseball. Yeah, sure. I, <laughs> I know more about baseball.
3: Be- behind the glass, Kelsey's probably just banging her head I right now. Head, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy, we're happy to have you here today. I'm very happy to be we're here. Looking forward
2: to talking to you about some baseball. And we usually start off by some things that happened on this day in history in baseball. And uh, boy, it's really you know this takes me back in 2001, what, yep. what was going on?
3: So after a six-day hiatus, uh, baseball game started once again after the September 11th terrorist attacks. Um, and at Bush Stadium during the pre-game ceremony, Cardinal announcer and Hall of Fame announcer, Jack Buck, uh, captures the mood of a nation with the reading of an original poem that he wrote, We Shall Overcome, and a new tradition starts singing God Bless America during the seventh inning stretch and we got some footage from that event, so let's go ahead and play that.
0: I don't know, I don't know about you, but as for me, the question has already been answered. Should we be here? Yes. Should we show others how to demonstrate our resolve? Yes, and we shall do it here this evening. That's a special moment in baseball history brought to you by Geico. Jack Buck, the Hall of Fame announcer battling
1: Parkinson's disease and his speech when baseball returned following the events of September 11th.
2: Wow. But it's touching.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. seems like a lifetime ago
2: yeah it, it does it was it was only 18, 18 years so. mm-hmm. and uh i remember george bush coming out mm-hmm. and giving the thumbs up to the crowd it, throwing
3: yep. out the first pitch mm-hmm. yeah I Pro- probably remember. the most important first pitch in a long time yeah. i mean yeah. he threw a strike too he, he, he did. did he had
2: an arm hey um I want to. i to been repeat. around the game a little bit. Yeah, yeah, sure <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I remember um, going outside, a couple, maybe a day after, two days after the terrible event, and looking up in the sky. And if you saw an airplane, you knew it was a military plane. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. nothing going. Everything on. was grounded,
1: except for military. Yeah, it was
2: it was scary. Mm-hmm. It was a scary time. Yeah. Still a, it's a scary world we yeah.
1: live in. Yeah, but you know baseball brought it, you know. That was uh I do I remember that too. George Bush coming out and then all the other games kind of starting up and it brought people back together and it yep. got people kind of not forgetting about it, but they it gave you a, a sense of it gave you, a, it gave you an escape. Yes. escape. Yeah. And 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 being able to play America's pastime. I mean, it's that was a very special time in in a lot of people's lives and a very tragic time in people's lives during that. So Yeah. I,
0: although really and I hate to be a downer about it, but you you still see it at baseball games today, what happened on that day mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I live pretty close to Comerica Park. Yep. And if I decide, hey, oh my God, I I, I can I have time, I can go to the game. I have to take into consideration if I'm running late. I'm gonna get into a line, and I'm gonna have to go through a metal detector. Yep, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that that's that didn't happen before. No, 9/11. no you Checked your ticket. Yeah. And you walked right in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and now and now tickets are going to all electronic. Yeah, you know? yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: And um, by the way, I it was a guy I used to trade securities with back in my former life, and. Um, he he was in the World Trade Center that day and he didn't make it out. Mm-hmm. His, his name was Bob Lawrence and uh,
3: anyway yeah thought I'd mention that's a tough one. What else
2: has happened on this day? In uh, baseball
3: two thousand and three, Roy Halladay in route to capturing the American League Cy Young Award pitches his fourth consecutive complete game when the Tigers fall to the Blue Jays, six to nothing at Tiger Stadium. Doc finishes the season at twenty two and seven with eight of his victories coming in nine complete games.
2: Well I have I have a correction to that.
3: It was, was Comerica wasn't Park. wasn't it? Tiger Stadium. It was Comerica Park. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, yeah uh, good the, this, ba- this day in baseball history website does have some few errors that be sure, worth right. notice. Uh-huh. Um, I am actually kind of looking to see if they have an email to send corrections to. They do not. Oh, wow. Well. So, uh, well, they're if, not humble at all. You <laughs> know, <Yeah. laughs> we're,
2: you know we're, we're talking about Alex is passing. We're talking about
3: uh, whatever. whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. It was Roy Holiday. Yeah. Anyway, what 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 I, I don't want
3: to dwell on them Cobber stuff. I'm, okay. I'm just... Uh, so we're going to jump ahead then to 2004, yeah. where a man who shares my birth date uh, had a big milestone in his career, and that's Barry Bonds hitting a slider off of Jake Peavy for his 700th career home run. Uh, he becomes only the third member of the seven home run 700 career home run list with asterisk, Dave asterisk. and uh, Hank Aaron, <laughs> and of course, as we all know, he is the all-time home run leader with an asterisk, or uh, should, right. yeah. Um, but I mean, there's no denying Please. the the hitting ability.
2: Let's keep let's keep that picture up because there's something I want. If you could throw that picture back up of Bonds, um, there's something real interesting in that picture if you look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Uh, do we have that angel can we yeah cool uh there we go what do you notice about his bat it's small it's tiny yeah i think he i think he swung a 31 or a 32 inch bat for a guy that size Mm -hmm. that's a tiny bat it's a twig but you know i I mm -hmm. think the reason why not just bat speed but because there wasn't much except sweet spot on that bat you, you know, we're, you're not going to hit it off the handle of that bat. Nope. nope. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, maybe that's my problem. You need to go with a shorter bat.
3: <laughs> or I, I, I need to be <laughs> bigger. More, isn't always better. Or I need to be more talented. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But but I right. mean, he, he swung with a small bat, but he also, you know, could just step to the plate with the bases loaded and be told, "Go to first base. We don't want to pitch to you." Yeah. yeah. I mean, one, one, of the, one of the few players ever in Major League Baseball history to be intentionally walked. Well, Miguel. with the bases yeah, I was loaded. about to say Cabrera. They did it to Cabrera at A least once. Yeah, well, they was...
1: did, they, but then they stopped when when they had uh, Prince Fielder behind them too. So it was yeah. like, yeah, they they <laughs> had
2: nowhere to go, <laughs>
3: nowhere oh, to run, nowhere to hide. Uh, uh, mm-hmm.
2: Well, uh, that, you know, that's all. Uh, that's all good. But what's going on today, man?
3: What's going on today? Of course, yesterday was Monday. That means the Tigers had to win. And, yeah, your theory. Uh, yeah, yeah, It's kind of so, like the
2: movie Dave. Everybody works on Monday. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: it's funny. We come onto this show, and it seems like every Monday they win. And then they play the rest of the week, and they can't win a game. And then Monday they win. And then they can't win a game. My theory's
1: out the window, because both the Lions and the Tigers won in the same you know, in in consecutive days. And it's just very confusing to be a Detroit fan right now. (laughs) Red Wings open the preseason today. Yeah. Yeah, There
0: you go, Jimmy. (laughs) You a big hockey fan? Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, Hockey is is my number one sport. This is sports town. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Baseball was my first sport and will always be as special as my first love, but hockey is my my paramour now. Mm-hmm. There's
2: nothing. I, I don't think there's anything quite as thrilling as being at a hockey game. There's a there's a different kind of excitement.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Of course, maybe football used to be that way in this town, but there's nothing going on. What in
3: 1957? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I All can, right. I can tell you the football game uh, this past Sunday. Both fans of both teams were moaning and groaning the entire game when you can't have a kicker make a field goal the entire game uh. i mean eventually thankfully somebody did make one but it was your job is to put this football through two uprights well yeah. Tell yeah. Us you have one job do it.
2: Well, tell us something uh, uh special about the tigers Wait, who, um, who did, whose performance are you are we liking
3: I'm still with Drew Verhagen. I'm with Harold Castro. Those two are still my my youngsters who I believe next year will be on the roster and make a huge impact still.
2: You know Verhagen has been designated for assignment twice. Yep. Mm-hmm. And nobody's picked him up. Nope. Now he's starting to look like a major league pitcher, isn't mm-hmm. he? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you, you mentioned Castro. What about Reyes?
3: I like Reyes. I... <laughs> I just don't know where I want him in the outfield defensively. I love the offense. I love the speed. I love everything he's done this year. Well, I think I think center field is going to
2: be Jacoby Jones' position to lose, right?
3: Yeah, I don't want Jones in center field, but I I I don't don't know that. I don't know that. that I I don't
0: think. I don't think the big question mark with Reyes is where he plays. How come he doesn't hit home
3: runs? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Really? Like. Yeah, but how how can he have no power with that speed though? I don't mind him not hitting home runs. If he can lead off the game with a double, single scores him. Pretty much against any outfield Who's in the playing American behind League. behind him, though? Well, that's the thing. This lineup is going to look different next year. It's going to look, it's really it's gonna gonna look, look different, different for the
1: next three years. It's
3: going to look different and consistently changing over the next two years. Mm-hmm. In two years, we'll really have a defined lineup. Mm-hmm. He could be uh, hitting behind him. It could be Paredes when he comes up. Sure. I see him more as a two-hitter than anywhere in the lineup. mm mm-hmm. um, Also, Riley Green. He could be a two-hole hitter. I mean, he's got power. He's a couple he's got years be, away, though. Yeah, he's yeah. still a year or two away. But he's a guy who could be a two-hole hitter. Sure. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of potential in the possibilities of what this lineup could look like two years from now Jamie well, condolario well, if
2: somebody had said <laughs> to you no, no that no. we'd have two guys in the lineup batting over 300 mm-hmm. that weren't named Cabrera, you would have said who, who right yeah
3: who, who well i would have said castellanos if he was still here
2: but well and he's i don't, I don't know what he's batting uh, now overall
0: He's probably close to three hundred. He's, yeah, he's, he's doing something. He's, in yeah, and, but but the, the two, he correctly correctly predicted that he would hit a bunch of home runs mm-hmm. in Wrigley,
1: smaller park. I well, get it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but it, that's, that's a lot like of people. Being, a, a, a lot of yeah.
3: He's hitting two ninety three at the okay. moment. It,
1: it doesn't it doesn't to me it, when Castellanos says I'm going to hit more home runs in a smaller park it's like Mies being like I'm going to do two, 20 laps in a, a kiddie pool and be like I'm now Michael Phelps. That doesn't impress me with Castellanos Castellanos never impressed me in Detroit because he never put the effort in. He always complained, he always he didn't get well with management and especially when Ausmus was here, it was like I'm the best thing that you got going for you Ausmus, so you have to play me every single day. Oh, fly ball Oh, don't can't track it. Never believed in Castellanos. I think he's going to be have a flash in the pan in Chicago and then he's going to get dumped somewhere else.
2: I think you're wrong. Really? really? Yeah. Mm. I,
1: I, I, Ooh, I want to hear this. <laughs> I, yeah.
0: I, I, I sense a personal I, bias. I, <laughs> Castellanos never impressed me.
2: I don't think Nick Castellanos gets a fair shot for his poor defense in, in right field or mm-hmm. wherever. Is the guy's been moved all over the place. Right? Maybe mm-hmm. it's just because they're trying to figure out some place he can play. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's first base. Mm-hmm. I think no. he, But it's not going to be first base in Chicago. Nope.
3: Not with Rizzo. Well, no, Rizzo's... He's he's out right now. I'm yeah, uh, well, not, not sure how long he'll be so, out. But, so yeah.
2: maybe maybe they try
3: Castellanos
2: there. You going to experiment in a pennant race, though? No. Yeah, absolutely no, a, guy named Mayo, a guy named Mayo Smith did here in 1968 with Mickey Stanley. At, at shortstop,
0: time. just to take Ray, Ray Euler's bat out of the lineup. <laughs> that, it wasn't a defensive move. It was an offensive sure. move. Oh, and yeah. Ray, Euler,
2: Ray Euler was probably, if you if he could have hit 250, might have been... You know, an all-star second baseman. He was in he 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 could pick it mm-hmm. at
0: shortstop. That mm-hmm. guy was good. Sure. But you got a hit. You got well, a hit. I think yeah. he
2: had three or four home runs and, in his
0: career. Oh <laughs> yeah. And that series was against Bob Gibson, so you need that mm-hmm. extra at back. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So and, I,
2: and, and and I just want to bring up it was Mickey Lulich's birthday this week. Oh, happy birthday. And and every time he has a birthday. I want to put out there he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yes. He won all three of those games, mm-hmm. hit a home run in the World Series, mm-hmm. had more strikeouts than anyone in the history of baseball when he retired as a left-hander, mm-hmm. pitched over 300 innings, guy was a workhorse, yeah. won over 20 games twice. What's his total career wins? That's two-something, 200-something. Two.
0: Is it over 250. I don't know. I, I, I'd i have to look. And, but but, I don't and, think we're ever going to see a 300-game winner again, which may may the, get Lulich fans, you know, play, the Veterans look at, Committee, to look at, it, to yeah. look at them. Mm-hmm. Because
3: 10 years from now, you're not going to have guys going in with 300 wins. Nope. They just he, won't exist. Can, can't the, happen. O- the only guy right now who realistically, now that CC's hit 300 wins, uh-huh. that I believe will hit 300 before their career ends in the next few years, is Justin Verlander. <laughs> He's he's up there already. I also believe he will pa- surpass the 3,500 strikeout mark. He's just approaching, or he just passed 3,000 strikeouts. Uh-huh. I, I Did think, he like, pass it this week? I believe he pitches tonight, and I believe he's only like one or two away. So I truly okay. believe that he passes it tonight, no doubt. If he doesn't so get no
1: hitter with no strikeouts tonight,
3: <laughs> and, and on 27 pitches, and right? 27 pitches, um, all contact balls. Yeah. Mickey Lowlich had won 217 really? career games, 191 losses, a 3.44 career earned run average. Hmm.
2: What would they pay you at a 3.44 lifetime career? After what he he played, how many seasons, 20 seasons, something like that? He
3: appeared in 586 games. Maybe more than Bryce Harper money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 344, that's a great ERA. Not Mike Trout money? Just Bryce Harper money? Just Bryce Harper money. So I so I do want to bring up something real quickly, though, because we we're did we talking about Costiano for i I'm sorry second. we got off on Lolich It's a sore spot with me. So, no, I, I, mean, I,
1: I agree with you. It's a sore spot with me. There's a lot of players out there that aren't in the Hall of Fame, and, M- Mickey and Lulich, they need to re- re-evaluate how they Mickey do this. Mickey Lolich
2: is a guy who has a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. He's, he's rough and crusty like Jimmy Doom, but he's <laughs> just like Jimmy Doom. Heart of gold, yeah. really wonderful, <laughs> yeah, wonderful, rough and wonderful, crusty man.
3: So, Just so going on my bio? <laughs> so we're entering the the final stages of the season, and uh, currently, Castellanos has fifty five doubles. He is twelve away from the all time single season major league record of sixty seven. I believe held I uh, held by Earl Webb, um, and I, I truly believe. He's got what, 13 games left in the year. Mm-hmm. Does he get 12 doubles and tie the record, or get 13 and break the record, or is he going to fall just short? Just short, short. Okay. I think he's got a shot. I think he's got a shot. You know, especially because you you still have a few more games in Wrigley. Mm-hmm. And realistically, you just got to put the ball down the line and hustle. Yeah. But easier said than done. you're not going to try and stretch one in a tight game situation
0: where the Cubs are in the standings. You're not.
3: Yeah. Right? The, the thing with Kostianos is I think when he gets he, into game mode, he doesn't pay attention to certain situations. And it shows on defense especially. You think his lack of discipline is going to get him the record? I No, I'm not th- saying lack of discipline. I'm saying lack of knowing What's really at stake? So, I mean, if we really lack think, of game awareness, yeah, if, we yeah, really think, to, if we really think about it, when he was in, when he was at with the Tigers, he was he's still technically, in my opinion, a youngster. I don't consider him a veteran. Um, well, he but, considered but he, himself but, a veteran. We know he does. But after he, year two, but watching him, watching who he has played around, he was never a leader. He was never that guy that was. Hey, here's the situation, here's what we gotta do to accomplish the situation. He was more of a Yeah, he was never a a Nikki baseball. He wasn't Yeah, Yeah, he was more of a hey, I'm coming out here, I'm gonna play hard, I'm gonna hustle. Except on defense. Yeah, because his he,
1: excuse was that nobody tried to mentor him yeah. or take him as a, a you know, in so under he, his wing because yeah, so he when to, he came up, so he didn't have to do that for anybody else. Yeah. That's not a team player. No. I don't want
3: that in my clubhouse. And that's why I think there will be times <laughs> where he's gonna try and stretch singles into doubles, doubles into triples. I mean, it's I'm in game mode, I'm hustling. I'm doing whatever I can do what to you do to, to hustle. show to show my I got stuff. It.
1: Don't get hurt because yeah. then you just screwed yourself for the for the postseason. Did
3: you ever feel like
2: Castellanos didn't hustle here?
3: No, I believe he hustled. I just believed he, he, hustled he, he did not defense. He didn't hustle on defense. Sometimes. No, not for defense. You know what? That's why he always had a defensive replacement. He can't play defense. Off- offense is more instinctive. He's always hit. He hasn't
0: always been an outfielder. Right. So yeah. he's got that, that time gap of the mental where do I go? Yeah. What Park, am I in? Where well, where's this ball going to come off the wall at? Right. Which well, angle is it going to go? Yeah. So there's a hesitation there, a natural hesitation. I'm not
3: going to stick up for the guy because mm-hmm. Corey obviously hates him to death. <laughs> but I mean, even though when he even when he played third base, though every game, and you saw it with Osmus, defensive replacement, put Romine, put anyone Anybody else, else there, there who can play third base, mm-hmm. because he, Castellanos has never been an instinctful, instinctive defender. I can go out into the outfield and I don't mean to sound arrogant. <laughs> I can go out into the outfield Uh-oh. and get better reads than Castellanos. Uh-oh. I <laughs> think we I like. do, we, do we have any more of that film from Comerica? Not hitting. <laughs> Defensive. I was always a top-notch defender. You I will what? admit I I'm, was a terrible you think, hitter. You think you're, you're faster than Castellanos? I don't think I'm faster, but I can read the bat off the ball. But I know where I oh, need oh, to oh, be oh, playing. We're <laughs> We're I,
2: I'm watching Castellanos
3: in the outfield is like watching... Uh, uh, the sand lot and the kid sticking the glove up and saying. No, that's it's not got it. Got it. That's just not glove.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
3: you
2: know granted, this is at a fantasy camp. We're taking fly balls. And uh Tom Matchick's hitting fly balls. I'm catching catching them, no problem. John Grubb starts to hit us fly balls. It was another world. That ball came off, I thought I was there and it just kept going. Mm-hmm these guys are strong the ball jumps off the bat Mm -hmm. when it comes in at 85 90 95 miles an hour and the guy swings with the kind of bat speed they have Mm -hmm. to read the ball to get to it to take the right route is not as easy as you're trying to make it sound i I never said it was if you can do it it's got to be easy if i can do it it's got to be easy. easy these guys I don't think to play we play yeah. at the professional mm-hmm. level is is miles yeah. ahead. When I was at Kettering High School many years ago,
0: Waterford we, or Detroit, Detroit, right on. We uh,
2: we uh, were sent a a film trying to sell the school a a five man blocking sled for the football team. Mm-hmm. They showed a high school team using it, and the sled moved a little bit. Sure. Then they showed Notre Dame using the same sled and man that thing jumped. Mm-hmm. Then they showed the Green Bay Packers. That thing was off the ground Probably, 3 yeah. feet mm-hmm. when they hit it. Oh yeah. It is every step along the way mm-hmm. those guys people drop out. Sure. You know, guys who are great in high school don't get a sniff of a D1 school. Nothing. They don't get a, they don't get drafted. Mm-hmm. Guys at a D1 school don't get a sniff of the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Guys in single A are probably never going to make it to double A. Nope. Guys in double A and triple A maybe, maybe. come up in a September mm-hmm. and say, hey, you got a cup of coffee, congratulations, we'll see you. These guys <laughs> who are there every year, mm-hmm. every year, and their pros are going to be there. Mm-hmm. They are uh, They're. They're. They're the, the at the epitome. Ray Euler was an incredible ball player mm-hmm. at every level he played, but he couldn't hit big league pitching. When you see a, a, a curveball in the crazy league I play in, mm-hmm. you know, Willie Boyd has a good curveball. Yeah. But it's not Justin Verlander. Nope. Come on. It is it is night and day. day. Yep. When you when you can see a curveball breaking the way it breaks on T V. You know the guy's got stuff. Oh yeah! When you see these guys jump and make that catch at the wall, the fact that they're in the right spot is amazing. Mm-hmm. When you see somebody like a Nick Castellanos who has a great arm, make a throw from right—he does. He's got a gun. <laughs> Corey's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember any Corey place. looks like he's an anaphylactic shot.
1: I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying I'm just trying to remember guys. if anybody, if he actually. Defensively, made some really spectacular. I'm, what I'm saying is, art. he was in
2: right field as opposed to left field because he has a gun out there. Yeah,
1: right fielders can. But throw who, the else ball. Did, who else did? you are going to put in there after JD? Who else were we going to utilize out in right well, field? Well, we need to move on. <laughs> by the, a by daily, a daily way,
3: fan out there. I'm daily sorry. Fan. Daily, I, I,
2: I love baseball, uh-huh. and I'll defend a guy in the big leagues if a guy makes a mistake. I'll I'll call him out, but it, it is. It is incredibly... It's a tough, tough game. Sure, It's it's like playing chess. you got to know where to be on the board. you got to play that, offense. You've got to play, play defense. That's why it's called
1: League, not... Y- you know, well, and, triple A or or younger, or and high when school. I, when and I all. hear, and, but, and no but,
2: offense to Ethan, but when I hear him say he's going to take better routes than a major leaguer, <laughs>
1: come on.
3: But and but first of all, and this is something that now as major league players and minor league players, you can't use this excuse anymore, and I hate it when I hear it. Is I didn't know where I was supposed to be positioned. There are all these analytics now. Mm-hmm. Every major league player has one of these little cards. Yeah, you see him look at in their at pocket yeah. that tells you, hey, this right. is where you need to play when this guy the, is up. Out of everyone, who was the last good right fielder for us? Like a, a Maglio Ordonez. Really? Yes. Okay. Probably. He did. was better defensively than J.D. Mm-hmm. Better than Castellanos. Had a better walk-up well, song than did. J.D., that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's Remember for sure.
1: who played there for a little bit, though, for about four years? In right field, he was a clubhouse leader. Oh, well, Tory Hunter. Yeah, but I'm um, best right fielder best, in Tiger okay. history is in Al Kaline. K- with well, yes, yeah, yes, no so question. you're going all the way back then yeah. to when
3: we had the the last Co- really good right fielder. Kaline
2: had an arm like Clemente. See, I, mean,
3: I will just take right field. I will take as a player Ordóñez at the time that it was sure when he was with the Tigers. Mm-hmm as a overall career, Uh it would be Torrey Hunter. Mm -hmm. But when Torrey Hunter came to us, it was the tail end of his career. Sure, He, you know, defensively his range was a little bit less than what it was. Mm -hmm. He was still a above average defender. Hmm. He was more brought in though, as a leader for that clubhouse. Sure, but I enjoyed Um, him in right field. No, I think
1: everybody did. More than the right fielders that we've had. And it's gonna be a tough position to fill. Okay.
2: They... We need to stop arguing. Let's, <laughs> let's take a little break. Hey, uh, we are, we're real thankful for our sponsors, especially mm-hmm. Century Mortgage Lending, who's uh, come on with us here recently. Uh, they do a great job. They closed my loan a few weeks ago. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know... They sent a closer to my house. Sat down with my wife and me. Went through the paper. Did they send John Wetland? No, <laughs> no, uh, no, not a not a not a baseball closer, a, <laughs> a title company closer, who uh, Melissa who did a great job mm-hmm. uh, and you know explained everything, got us through the process. It was simple. It was easy. And rates have fallen with what's going on today. I don't see rates going much lower. Now's the time to call. Give them a call. Century Mortgage Lending, 248-258-4977. You can go on their website, centurymi.com. It's 248-258-4977. They are NMLS number 134525. <laughs> I'm,
3: you know, Buzz is going to get jealous. <laughs> so it's centuryml.com. No, I'm I, being I'm being told from behind. You're wrong. they are wrong.
2: Century MI. Century Mortgage. Century MI, Michigan. Am I wrong? I always put no. It's I don't MI, know. I I put here, it in I'm hearing two different
3: things. Uh, hey, if, we, if we're wrong, we'll put it out. If yeah, corrected yeah. later, but it's, it's Century there.
2: MI. Okay. Look it up on your computer. CenturyMI.com. So we're two five eight
3: forty 4977 That's area code two forty eight. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna jump back to the Tigers real quick because mm-hmm. MLB.com came out with their top uh, farm systems this past uh, week and a half. Oh, wait a minute, where are where are you in the farm system? Uh, I'm range? not in, I'm not in the farm. Oh system. okay okay. Just <laughs> never,
0: never <laughs> Despite his his superior outfield
3: range, never said I was I was going I was, to a, let a, I was a very go. good outfielder at Bowling Green during BP pregame, all that. Uh-huh. You know, I love taking fly balls. I also did enjoy running we into look, the wall look, a few look, times, but okay. But don't okay. Did you ever market. run through a sponsor wall, like make a no, blooper unfa- reel? No, unfortunately, <laughs> I did not. Um, but the Tigers farm system uh, ranked in at number six in Major League Baseball uh, preseason. They were number ten. We moved up four spots. I'll take that. It's a good sign. I like that. Well, yep. we let's hope. And we added somebody this week. We got
2: Marco Diplon
3: from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Well, yeah, we got him from Minnesota, but Minnesota got him from um, Milwaukee? And he was. Believe... Anyway, Minnesota waived him. They yeah. didn't have him yeah. on their
2: roster. Yeah. Nothing.
1: So, understandable.
2: Who knows? Maybe another JD-type
1: deal. We get somebody that nobody
2: else wanted and turn
1: him into something. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing that I think Avila has in his kind of weird bags of tricks is that he has the scouts that go out mm-hmm. and give a little bit of hope towards these guys that people don't believe in all of a sudden it turns around
3: and they're like wow holy mackerel like it's like in that movie troubled with a curve yes yeah, yes you uh <laughs> I mean, you make sure you send them some sort of uh morale booster whether that's you know having them visit their sure. parents or you it's know just giving them a Pep talk at Fresh and KK eyes. can change Solid the uh, the yeah, out, outtake of what happens mm-hmm. and a along... crash Davis pep talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it at the mascot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And along
0: I with our even the soul,
3: <laughs> along with that's our farm so system, well uh, left-handed pitcher Tariq Skubal, out of. Uh, Erie, and he was with the Is it Lakeland. really pronounced Scooball? Scooball, yes. oh, I love it. <laughs> um, he was named to the MLB second All Prospect Team, the only Tiger to be named uh, to either the first or second team. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he had a good year, even though his record didn't show it. I mean, he had a six sure. and eight record over uh, twenty four starts. But since coming up to Erie from Lakeland, he went two and three, mm-hmm. a two one three ERA, but he compiled eighty two strikeouts. In 42 and a third innings. How many walks? Uh 18. That's not bad.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm feeling good about these young the, prospects coming the, up. Yeah, uh, the
3: strikeouts are incredible. Yeah. What's that? That's almost 18 per 9. Uh, mm-hmm. Ranking in at uh 17.4 yeah, per 9. That's, Dude, that's that's and between between Erie and Lakeland it was 13.1 strikeouts per 9 he had combined 179 strikeouts in yeah. on the year. Is, he's, so.
2: is he big-time velocity? I see in his picture he's throwing a four seam.
3: I mean, yeah, I, I'm not sure what his velocity's hitting at. I remember when I was at Bowling Green, we did face him. He had wicked stuff, but that's also, you know, a few years ago. So the sure. velocity's probably taken an uptick, uh, and the breaking stuff is probably even better than what it was. Sure. Um, he Do they say know, what his out pitch is? No, I don't have that, but... I'm, I mean I'm, he's I'm, I'm thinking fastball. it's a ball. I'm actually thinking it's his breaking ball. He's got really? a he's got a wicked breaking ball. Yeah. And I think that's what he's getting the majority of the strikeouts on. Now, what he's getting for in contact outs, I'm not sure.
0: Hm.
3: Um probably yeah. yeah. It does not sound like they make a lot of contact. He
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just nine innings,
2: out. He's got, you know, 10 batters that uh, maybe put it in play. Yeah. Hey, uh that's some bad stuff going on in the big leagues.
3: Can yeah, you know that's some, out? Uh, some injury bugs Trout are is out. around, yeah. Oh, man. And then, as we talked about earlier, Rizzo is now out for the Cubs after uh, rolling his ankle fielding a bunt that really the pitcher should have fielded. and. yeah. Uh, it did not look good when they showed it on the replay. He uh, have we
2: heard anything? It's not broken, is it? Oh, no, just it's, a bad, it's not, not broken.
3: It's a very severe sprain, and they said he's in a walking boot, and they're gonna take it day by day. But yeah, uh, they need him. They're uh, yeah. they're two games back of uh, Cardinals, Cards, and mm-hmm. they're a game
2: out of the wild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there a game in there, the, there wild game. They're, yeah, they're yeah, the Wild They're one game, card, game up
0: yeah.
3: in that second yeah. Wild Card spot. If it started today, it would be Cubs at Nationals. Yeah, yeah but the Milwaukee's
0: mm-hmm.
2: only a game Nationals.
3: behind us. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know Thank the Nationals are slipping. Yeah, yeah I they, know. They, but they got a good chance of falling know, out of that. At the beginning of the season, you told me the
1: Nationals would be, be in the— or, or hunting for, you know. Why does that surprise well, you? I don't know. I just didn't see the Nationals really making really big offseason moves. I think they got they, rid they of they a got, bad
3: influence on their team. That's just my opinion. Well, I mean, the Nationals got who, good young talent. They got probably one of the best rotations in the National League when you got Scherzer, Strasburg, yeah, right. and you add Patrick Corbin into that. I'm just well, surprised they all see, stay they'd healthy. Be, they'd be
2: 10 games into first place if they still had Bryce, right?
3: <laughs> oh, wait, they had him
2: last year. <laughs> they had him the year before.
1: <laughs> they
3: upgraded. They got Juan Soto. Yeah, and, the, and the Phillies The Phillies are looking great this year, right? Yeah. Silence. Well, you know, you know... 301 the series. So. You know the issue why the, uh, the Phillies aren't, you know, in that postseason bid, right? Because spent too cause much, much it's money? Co- it's because Manny Machado didn't join Bryce Harper in Philadelphia.
1: <laughs> the call to action was not there.
3: Well, you know... uh cardinals are doing okay
1: yeah
2: and uh scott won't be with us today but uh you know he's uh you know as we know big time st louis fan Mm -hmm. the cardinals are uh first place in their division and uh, 16 to one
0: to win the world series cardinals sixteen to one.
2: you know if i were a betting man i might i might jump on that
0: i would jump on that because like what about rays at 40 to
3: one no. no. I have a good feeling with the Rays, though. When you get into that postseason, realistically, every team's going to go with a three-man rotation. Everything else is the bullpen. Right. The Rays, you got Charlie Morton, who's probably going to be the ace of that staff when it gets to the postseason. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, just solid bullpen arms all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I truly believe the offense can can do well it's just all going to depend on can they score enough runs early to where they don't have to play catch up that's just going to be the big thing is yeah. the bullpen will keep them in it the, the pitching will keep them in it here's my it's, big stat the rays bullpen
0: has 55 wins that's more wins out of the bullpen then the Astros have bullpen decisions. Yeah.
3: it's because well, the
0: Astros have such good starting pitching. Of course, that, <laughs> that's why. But yeah. a, any one human being can have a bad day, mm-hmm. and in a short series, that one human being has a bad day. You got the Rays, who can totally rely on their bullpen, as, 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 whereas the Astros, whose bullpen isn't horrible by any means, yeah. but they're um, they're they're not leaned on nearly as much. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to be a Cardinals fan
2: because Scott Green is a sponsor of our show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and, and uh, uh, makes perfect sense. Oh, uh, based yeah. on that, uh, let's let's take a listen to uh, one of my favorite commercials I've ever been involved in. Play would play. you like to play some baseball you still dream of playing on a major league field experiencing the magic of places like field of dreams for 15 years play at the plate has been making dreams come true play at the plate offers you the chance to play ball join us for a lifetime experience go to play at or call scott green at 631-255-4475 that's 631-255-4475 Yeah, you need to, you know, if, if you, you know, Jimmy, you need to go to one of these. You would enjoy it. These are guys anywhere from, you know, somebody might bring their kid who's 18 or 25 or 30 or whatever. And, or, you know, might be a bunch of guys my age that like to play baseball, that just want to be somewhere special to play. It's a great experience. Is a, a one-off game? You organize? No, it's a, it's an organization that puts a tournament together uh he's he's uh, preparing to uh, do a tournament uh where the texas rangers play right now in arlington this is the last year for that stadium um pay your money get down there get a hotel room you play for in this case it's just going to be friday night and saturday and uh you play on that field i think you're going to play four games over the two days and uh, you know you're with, you'll meet a bunch of guys that, you, that are baseball lovers like you. So they, and you get to play. It's luck of the thing. draw. They throw together. They, they'll they pick. You'll have four teams, let's say, or six teams. I don't know how Scott will. Have Just like when you're
0: set. a little kid, line up and they pick teams. Uh, Scott will
2: set that up before mm-hmm. you get there. You go. You have to wear some type of organized
0: baseball affiliation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've got a Tiger jersey, whatever, mm-hmm. and baseball Bingo pants. Long and the Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings. There you go. <laughs> and then, uh, or maybe it's... Most the de- underrated baseball movie ever, by the way. You're going to have to check that out.
2: <laughs> and uh, you, you get to play baseball. Yep. There, there are umpires. You're playing on a major mm-hmm. league field. You're playing with real equipment. And you get a feeling for how cool it is to be on a big league feel. yeah. To feel what it's like to plant something as flat as this table. Mm-hmm. You know, fields fields around here, the, the weather beats them up all the time. And, yep. and, yeah, and they're you know, it's, I, it's it's. I was
0: on the crew for the Rolling Stones at Comerica Park, and yeah, I was on the production crew, just building the stage. Nothing real glamorous. But it was cool to see not only the local guys on the crew, but the, the traveling guys, the Steel Monkeys, they call them. And when you get a break, you kind of gravitate to the dugout. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, some of the East Coast guys would dra- gravitate to the away dugout, mm-hmm. and the local guys gravitate toward the Tigers' dugout. Yeah, it's very cool to be on that field. Mm-hmm. And it's
2: it's mm-hmm. amazing how beautiful it is, right? Oh, it's yeah. It's
0: um, One of the rules—this is a, a real thing— it, People break the rule. I'm not going to lie to anybody, but it is a rule. In concert production, you can only bring water to drink out onto the field itself. They don't want Gatorade. They Mm -hmm. don't want coffee Mm -hmm. because they don't want stuff spilled on the grass that will attract bees and other you know even though nice. they go they go in afterwards obviously and redo the grounds for to make it baseball playable mm-hmm. after you've built a stage on top of it right they, they really do care they don't want you to go and trash the field just because yeah. no, right. the rock stars are there right exactly yeah.
2: well probably the most valuable player for the Tigers every year is Heather Nabosny right the, mm-hmm. the head groundskeeper mm-hmm. it's a beautiful field I've been blessed to get to play on that field a few times oh yeah it's Heaven, right? Mm. Is this Heaven? No, it's Detroit. <laughs> well, well <laughs>
3: speak, close. <laughs> speaking of Heaven, Heaven got a broadcaster this uh past week in Fred McLeod oh. after he passed away at the age of 67 uh, from a heart attack and on the golf course. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that's the way he wanted to go, yeah. for, for real.
2: But uh, you know, Fred was young, you know. Mm-hmm. The, and I look mm-hmm. at it, I see I mean, 67 years old. Everybody I've ever talked to that has any kind of uh, connection to Fred McLeod says good things about him. My friend Glenn Therian, who Mm -hmm. worked at Channel 2 for a long time, you know, he was, he couldn't believe it. Uh, Tom Mazaway, who we've talked to a lot here lately, Mm -hmm. he was just devastated. You know, and these are, I'm sure they were working relationships these guys had, but still you know it'd be like somebody here right. passing yeah. away when you, know? you spend a
0: lot of time even if it's at work you spend a lot of time with somebody it begins to be like family and then- you know, especially you're on the road sure. sharing. You know, not hotel rooms maybe at that level, but right. certainly you're in the same hotel. Hey, let's yeah. go get something yeah. to eat. You know, probably spending more time than you do with your family. I mm-hmm. mean, it, be- it
3: becomes your second family. It really yeah. does. would well, uh, like certainly. You know, I,
2: who knows if they'd ever hear this, but we certainly want to send our condolences out yeah. to his family. That's right, and to all okay. of his friends.
0: who mm-hmm. yeah. I know are
2: going to miss him very much.
0: Yeah, he was he was a great broadcaster. I I would take his style over Love the it. Steve. Steven Smiths of the world yeah. any
2: day. <laughs> any day. <laughs>
3: yeah. That's my own personal little... Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, uh,
2: what, what's going on in the playoff picture?
3: We got two teams that clinched uh playoff berth. Um, right now, the Dodgers clinched the NL West uh, division, and the Atlanta Braves clinched a playoff berth. They uh, have a magic number of three to clinch the NL East and uh, in the american league east the yankees have made their magic number now down to 3 so by our next Go show by our, by our next show we'll have even more teams having clinched their divisions um, and maybe we'll have a better idea of that NL central and AL central race because right now if the twins can uh, pull pull out a few more wins this week and the tigers can afford to beat cleveland at least once Minnesota's in the driver's seat for that uh, American League Central. Minnesota has a five-game yeah. lead
2: over Cleveland. Yeah.
3: yeah,
1: Cleveland has faded, and, for, they're, and been, they're even
3: fading in that wild card race. They're not. How they're many, not positioned right how now. How many
1: games did we win against the uh, Cleveland Indians this
3: year? I don't know. One. Well then, we're due. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, we're playing for something even more important. Yeah, a number Cleveland one. Cleveland could
1: be seeing us and being like, "Yeah, we're playing like crap, but we have to play the Tigers again, so that's at least three wins right so there." So does Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, and they're probably thinking, well, "Wow, uh, that's three wins right there too."
2: <laughs> Cleveland is a game and a half out of the wild card. Yeah, yep. five games out of the division.
3: Uh huh. I, I don't. I as I said a few shows ago, I don't think they're making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I liked Oakland, I liked Boston. Boston has since crapped the bed. Mm-hmm. But I always thought Tampa Bay was going to make it. Sure. Boston is
0: 20,000 to 1 to win the series. 20,000 to 1. They're not even going to make for you the for you Leicester City fans in the Premier League that <laughs> bet them a couple years I'll ago. take those yeah. odds. Yeah. Uh, you would almost if you were in a casino, you would almost have to throw ten bucks at it. <laughs> well, Except I can't stand the Red Sox, so Boston, I might not. Boston
2: would have to make up nine games yeah. in what the remaining fourteen 30, or fifteen. Or fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, and uh, maybe that's why Mr. Dombrowski isn't there. But how do you how do you fire a guy that you brought in to bring you a World Series? You not only get in, but you win it, and you fire him the next season. I guess no. Well, in the middle of the season, almost zero
3: tolerance there in Boston. Right. I mean, I mean, it kind of replicates how his tenure ended in Detroit. Though it ended like a few weeks before the season ended. But, um, but the, did Epstein, the story, they get fired, or no, did he, he walk away? He, he, walked, he walked away. Abstin. Yeah. Okay.
2: The All story right. though here was that they that the Tigers caught wind that he was talking to Boston. Yeah.
0: That's that's the story. So I mean. could he be talking
3: to somebody could. else? He's probably Maybe. coming back. <laughs> well, the the interesting scenario though with this, and it's something that you see a lot of the time when play, not players when uh, general managers or anybody in the front office really is let go or fired towards the end of the season. By the start of that offseason, they typically already have another job. Yeah, I have no, I have no doubts he's going to find another job oh, yeah. very quickly. Was
1: it quick right after the Tigers fired him? Because I know that yes. was a big no. hoopla. Was it quick right after it was like the news one broke week. and they yeah. said was like he's w- now within s- one week? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Hey, on
2: uh, Dam- Dave Dombrowski, real quick. I told you before, I had his son at yeah. Sunday sure, school. Sure, sure. You can tell a lot about people by their children. Uh huh. His kid, Landon. What a nice kid. Oh. Now, Landon is probably 19, 20 years old now. Sure. But at the time, what a nice young man. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I was very impressed. Mm. And that impressed me with the Dombrowskis. So sure. Really nice people. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving forward. What do you got? What else you got here, man?
3: Well, we're getting to You're the. We're going to t- talk t- about Elvin <laughs> Rodriguez. We are. We are. And uh, Alvin Rodriguez, 21 year old, uh, we acquired him as the player to be named later in the Justin Upton trade. Uh, is that only Two seasons ago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is the number 22 prospect in the Tiger farm system, according to MLB.com. Spent the entire year this year at Lakeland. Um, at the high. A. At oh. high, a, yeah, Lakeland High. A. Uh, appeared in 24 games, 23 of those were starts. Uh, he had an 11 and nine record with one complete game.
2: Well, I have a question for you. If he's at Lakeland, why did he have a Whitecaps jersey on in that picture? I, well, you don't know.
3: No, I do know. I so when it comes to some of these minor leaguers, you can't find many photos of okay. them or in action photos of them. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a photo from 2 years ago. Okay. Um Although I believe his headshot we have the we have a tiger head on him in his headshot. Sure. Um, so we like at least one. one thing is accurate in yeah. today's broadcast. Uh, he had a 1.17 just just picking like he uh, usually I does. Hey, at least I've been pronouncing names correctly today. I
1: believe in you, Ethan. that, that is my one person in this room believes in you today. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Not any other day, but today I do. I appreciate <laughs> it. Well,
3: listen, uh, I want Jimmy to
2: know. <laughs> First of all, Jimmy, I really like Ethan. But I
3: really enjoy ripping that. (laughs) Jimmy
1: knows, and I
3: I enjoy bringing up the fact of Ronnie Rodriguez. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it.
1: And
0: Ronnie, what's what's with the anti
3: Ronnie? At the beginning of the year, oh God, Jess was originally, you know, he wasn't sure on Ronnie Rodriguez. Then when Ronnie Rodriguez was hitting very well at the beginning of the year hitting I home jumped runs, on the bandwagon. <laughs> he jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, I was I, driving the bandwagon. I, <laughs> oh yeah. I said at 200 at bats he will be he will not even be hitting 280. I said 220. He was hitting below 220. Um and I I knew he he was not a developed hitter even though he was hitting home he runs. He was hitting. And he, he was hitting great. doubles.
0: And there wasn't much else to cheer for.
3: And all you do and pitchers finally were starting to do this Throw three fastballs five feet off the plate He'll swing <laughs> Throw a pitch in the dirt He'll swing He will swing at
2: anything He is the worst for that That uh, worked for Vlad
3: Guerrero Yeah, it we've did, talked but, about that But at least Vlad Guerrero He could close his eyes The ball could hit the ground He just, for some odd reason, knew where the ball was And, and could still he hit it In the magic hands yep. and, his son, and his son really does take after him in that sense The ball could be yep. five feet It seems like over his head And he can hit a home run well and you I know, know how they they just
0: fired a guy from Saturday Night Live for some stuff that he said. Yeah. Well, you guys should have fired me because somewhere in that Ronnie Rodriguez streak I said on Facebook, just give him the Tiger season MVP right now. <laughs> I said oh. it. It's in print. I fessed up to it. I'll never be on Saturday Night Live or baseball tonight. But
3: Hey hey Corey, did you put anywhere you any, right in in did here. you put anywhere on Facebook seventy eight wins for the Tigers this year? I don't know what you're talking about. We're, we're,
2: we're... In in Corey's defense, they started 10 and 4. How how can this team have ever been over 500? 10 and (laughs) 4. And you know what happens when that happens? I start extrapolating through the season. Well, let's see. They're going to be 30 and 12. Then they're going to be 60 and 24. Wow.
0: This is going to (laughs) be World (laughs) Series. Here we come.
2: Ron Gardenhier uh, has done an incredible—who could—it must be the Gardenhier thing, because, you know, Osmus couldn't get us there with incredible players. Couldn't
0: do it. Osmus was horrible. Yeah, and he well, still is horrible. You know, I don't think yeah. he's going to have a job in L.A. I hope he doesn't have a job. I can't believe it. Yeah. Dartmouth-Gilligan.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ivy me. League bumbler. Like,
2: like. uh We we shouldn't rip on the guy. Yes, we should. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Absolutely, we should. I am thrilled beyond belief that I got a chance to come on here and rip on (laughs) Austin. It is is because
2: we are, as fans, so invested in the team, Mm -hmm. and we saw what he had, and he couldn't make it. Happen. happen. I anyway, paid
1: a lot of money for four and I seasons was, I was, that I can't get I, back.
2: I was an Osmus fan until he let Victor Martinez bat mm-hmm. in a critical situation mm-hmm. with one out, knowing he's if, if it's on the ground, it's a double play. Yeah. And Martinez tried so hard to beat it out, he hurt himself and
3: was out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Anyway. Let's
2: move on because we're running out of time. That was just yeah. there was like just one example. Just one
3: thing there was the only thing that I do really admire about Victor Martinez is when he was getting up there in age and you know he was not able to move as well. He still was not afraid when they put the shift on to bunt down that third baseline and get. No, ahead. yeah, he got he, had some, didn't he have why, two bunt why, singles in a game. Yeah, yep. and I don't understand why more players don't do that. It makes perfect sense. Um, but we got our final segment, and it's a segment I know that always makes Corey wish we had food in the studio,
1: and it, since we're starting earlier now, it just gets me even more yeah, hungry. You know what we should do? Uh. You know, Jim,
2: <laughs> Jimmy's going to be our last guest that isn't required to bring donuts or something.
3: Deal
1: done. Okay, sorry for everybody <laughs> put it, else. Put it down. Um, <laughs> actually,
3: I think we do have to s- solidify that after next week because we already did book our guest next week and we told him he didn't have to bring anything. Uh,
2: call him up. Call suggest. him up. Okay. <laughs> All
3: right. um, so what do we have, and where are we going? We're going to Cooley Law School. Stadium in mm-hmm. Lansing, home of the Lansing Lugnuts, uh, affiliated with the Toronto Blue Jays, and we got two items today. We got did Birdie play here? He did. How about that? Yeah, and, uh, our boy Johnny. Uh, south of the border. Sampler is our first item, and it is an offer of jalapeno tamale bites, chicken strips, cheese sticks, cheese quesadilla quarters with ranch, marinara, sour cream, and pico de gallo. Is their season over? I
1: believe so. Wait a, oh, m- okay. wait a minute. South of the border, why are chicken strips south of the border? Corey,
3: chicken strips are everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey,
1: I was in Mexico <laughs> yes. many
2: years ago, and uh, we took a bus trip, I don't know, Guadalajara to someplace. Sure. Okay. And we went primera clase. And uh-huh. all that meant was there were no chickens on the bus. That's all it meant. <laughs> we were first class. It means no chickens on the bus. Go right ahead.
3: Oh God. <laughs> Okay. our um our second item is a interesting take on the classic chicken and waffles. Uh, they offered Ooh. chicken and waffles in a waffle cone with layers of mashed potato, fried chicken topped with honey mustard or maple syrup. Oh, I'm down for that. That looks delicious. Maple syrup yeah. for sure. Yeah.
2: My honey mustard,
1: maple syrup. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would be one thing that would I would fear of being kind of messy to eat. Uh But No. But you wear a tux to the
0: ballpark? (laughs) I mean No, no, no. but, But
3: every time I bring up a food that looks messy, they rip on me for it. So yeah. I just want to point Ethan, out, I do Ethan, I do acknowledge that this is a messy food. I'm a pretty sloppy
0: guy, and I give you a dispensation <laughs> to get messy at the ballpark. I appreciate
2: it. Ethan, you quite welcome. You ever see those uh, little packets of wet ones? <laughs> he
3: brings no. those with him. What's it a wet one? No, 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 I don't. In no. fact, I'm you the person. You don't per- bring a wet one I, to the ballpark. In fact, I'm the person that, you know. not a church I, I'll, ice cream I'll, I'll social. Grab, I'll grab a thing of napkins when I'm at the like uh, stand. I'll grab a thing of napkins, and then I'll forget I have have them, and if I make a mess, I'll just go, like use my shirt or something. No I will forget I have the napkins. No wonder. Before you we need
1: we, to leave the ballpark with some mustard. We haven't it. asked a guest this in a very long time. The most important
3: question on our show. Well, I think oh you my. Just, I think you just answered that question.
2: Oh, oh no, no 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 no! This no, no, is no. an important it's a very question. It's important question, and it, it has to do with whether we'd ever ask you back again. So I answer think it. I can see this coming. Very, I really believe that I know the question very carefully. You have okay, to think, think, think about I, this
1: hard. Really, Corey. What do you put on your hot dog At the ballpark
0: That If Catch this up? is final joke ge- we'll No <laughs> You put two things On your hot dog uh-huh. at the ballpark You put mustard on it and then you put your mouth on it. You put nothing else but mustard. There you go. It's so simple. That's not a question. Uh, okay, they, I'm going to be
2: I'm going to be gone in November at a uh, tournament at at uh, in. Is he a uh, catch-up guy and he just changed the subject? No, no, no. 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 Oh, Listen, okay. here, here's what we just decided. I'm going to be gone in November uh-huh. to play at the Roy Hobbs World Series in Fort Myers. Okay. Jimmy is now qualified to co-host the show. Okay,
1: right.
0: well, I'll take it. I wholeheartedly accept. Jimmy, you, you got any any projects you're working on? You can tell us about real briefly. Um, oh my, lots of them are out. Love Immortal. Uh, which is a vampire film, just one uh, best narrative feature. Cool, cool. Uh, that's out. You can get that online on Vimeo. Just released yesterday a great science fiction sort of political thriller, and that is called uh, Corporate Monster. Cool. I play a vagrant.
2: Boom. All right. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, thank you, Ethan, for letting me rip on you. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> and thank you in the booth there, uh, Angel. Let's play two.